Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's Bobby the Boomer. Bobby the Boomer. Here's Bobby. Well, hello. This is Bobby the Boomer, the baby boomer's buddy, coming to you today in my nice uh, non-mobile mobile studio. <laughs> Uh, sitting in a parking lot so that I can have a little bit better quality sound quality. And uh, it's a nice, bright, sunshiny day. I'm covered in a covered parking lot, but I can see that it is a sunshiny day outside there. And the sky is beautiful. Hope it's beautiful wherever you are, how, whenever you are listening to this show. Today's episode is going to be continuation from last episode of Appointed Times. It's going to be called God's Holy Days. Yes. And if you missed the last episode of Appointed Times, you could go ahead and go back to the show notes to the listening platform that you're listening to this on, or iTunes. You can scroll down on the, the show notes and see Appointed Times, because there is a correction I want to make, and if you haven't heard it, you can go back to catch up with what I'm talking about today. But I had mentioned uh, the Appointed Times, how important times are to God. He makes certain days and certain times that we're supposed to keep for His reasons and His purposes. And when I was talking about Passover, I said that if folks didn't put the blood on their doorposts on the appointed time, which was the evening of the 14th of the first month, calculated Hebrew calendar or God's calendar that he gave to the Israelites, and the Jews have kept it steady thousands of years. If they hadn't done it on the appointed time, I had said in my previous episode that then folks would die. But what I did not mention, I want to make a correction, it wasn't that everybody was going to die. It was that the firstborn, the Lord said that the blood would cover or the death angel would pass over so that the firstborn would not die. So that's the correction there. And if you haven't heard that, like I said, you can go back in the show notes. If you'd like to subscribe to Bobby the Boomer, please do. And that way a new show, when a new show comes out, you'll be notified and you won't miss a single one. So let me go ahead. I'm going to go back to a little Reader's Digest to catch up those that haven't listened or maybe refresh those that did listen last week or the last episode. God has made appointed times. He made them for seasons and times for certain reasons. And he gave his annual holy days. He gave very specific instructions in Leviticus 23 of the part one or Old Testament, some would call it. I like to call it part one and part two, the old and the new. You put them together, you get the whole story. And so I wanted to explain a little bit about what the festivals mean, specifically since we're in the Feast of Tabernacles, or as the Jewish folks call it, Sukkoth, because they have temporary booths, the Feast of Booths. They put temporary booths out, and there's a reason for that. And I have a reason for from part one and from part two, because a lot of the Old Testament gave symbols and signs of things to happen. Christ came the first time, and then things to happen when Christ comes the second time. Some things pictured them, uh, reminded them of coming out of Egypt, the 12 tribes of Israel, when they had gone into Egypt, and then the Lord brought them out. And some things reminded them of their struggle there and their journey over the millennium. So, what holy days we have? I want to start in the spring holy days. For 
first, of course, when I was talking about Leviticus 23 before last episode, I mentioned that the very first holy day or appointed time was the Sabbath. Because on the seventh day of creation, the Lord ceased from his work because he was done. And that was the Sabbath. He sanctified it, made it holy. And he says, these are the Sabbaths of the Lord your God. And the very first one is the weekly Sabbath. Folks keep the weekly Sabbath. One of the good reasons we do that is so that we can be reminded of creation. And since God rested and refreshed, we should do the same. Some of us, I had mentioned in the past episodes, I used to work 24-7 when I was younger and in the military. Just run, 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 run till I just about dropped. And sometimes I did. So I'm real glad that I get to rest and refresh and have one in seven. I love my one in seven. I love to keep seven. So that was the first one. And it's a reminder of God's creation. And it's also a reminder of the rest that will come when the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. And all is settled and we get the new heavens and the new earth. So Passover came. I mentioned that a little bit in the last episode. Passover in the old covenant was so that they could be freed from Egypt. The, the ancient Israel, or the 12 tribes of Israel, led by Moses. And some of you might remember the old Ten Commandments movie, Baby Boomers. Remember that? Yeah, that was all about the freedom of the Israelites from the Egyptian slavery. And the Passover is to commemorate coming out of Egypt and coming out of slavery. But what it pictured for the new, or part two, new covenant, was for us coming out of sin. Jesus Christ was the ultimate Passover lamb. Behold the lamb who comes to take away the sins of the world. And his blood covers us from the death angel. So, that is Passover. And then the next one is unleavened bread. I'm going to do Reader's Digest on the spring ones. There's unleavened bread. There's the holy day. And then there's seven days because you want to get the leaven out. Leaven is pictured in the old as leaving in haste because leaven takes time to puff up. But they were in haste and had to leave quickly so they couldn't get leaven into their loaf so they left in haste that's what the part one or the old meant and the new means leaven is a type or a picture of sin and we want to get the leaven out of our lives seven days of unleavened bread because seven is the number of completion you want to be completely free of sin and then you got Pentecost Pentecost is when the old covenant it is when the ten commandments were given to Moses on the mount and in the new covenant it is a picture of of the Holy Spirit coming and the beginning of the New Testament church. Now I know I'm going fast, but that's okay because I'm going to give you a reference you can go to if you're really interested in this and you like to study a lot and you want to look at scripture and prove all things to yourself like the Bereans and see what, what I'm saying makes sense or if it's true. And I would very much encourage you to do so because I'm not perfect and I might be paraphrasing and getting this as I'm trying to get it as correct as I can and as much as I know about it, but there's always more to learn and maybe you can find out a whole lot more. So, let's get to the fall festivals. In the fall festivals, we have the feast. The very first one is the Feast of Trumpets. Feast of Trumpets 
is the fall feast and a festival of blowing of trumpets in the old part one and in the new it pictures not just Christ's first coming but it also pictures his return. Blowing of trumpets was a symbol to warn people and it was kind of like a time of year when you're blowing the trumpets and going to war. They did a lot of warring in the old covenant and Israelites and the surrounding but we've been doing wars ever since man has always been doing wars haven't we? That's what a feast of trumpets is and they call it Rosh Hashanah and the Jewish folks do because that's the New Year's or the secular New Year kind of like we have September, October with the Julian calendar or the Roman calendar, uh, January through December. September, October is when they call it what they call the fiscal year and so they start it for New Year in business in the Julian or Roman calendar. After that we have the Day of Atonement. It is a day of fasting. Jewish folks hold it as a national day of forgiveness. It was a picture of two goats. There was one that was sacrificed and the other goat called the scapegoat or the Azazel goat had the sins of the nation that it had caused placed on its head and carried out to the wilderness. The goat that was sacrificed pictured the sacrifice of Jesus Christ dying for our sins and the Azazel or scapegoat pictured Satan and when the goat was carried out in the wilderness it pictured Satan being put away for a thousand years in the bottomless pit. So in the Feast of Trumpets, Jesus has come back, Satan's been put away, and some of y'all might know that there's a thousand-year reign, or the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. When he comes back, he's going to set his kingdom up, he's going to land on the Mount of Olives, and he's going to set up the kingdom, and for 1,000 years, he's going to reign from Jerusalem. Yes. And that's what the picture of Tabernacles, it pictures towards the future for that, but the reason it's called the Feast of Tabernacles, we're reminded that the temporary booths. They're just temporary. And our tabernacles, our human body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, for those that do believe, we are the tabernacle and we're just flesh and blood and we're going to end. We're going to die. So it helps us to remind that we're just temporary beings in this life on this here planet and it's not going to last forever because after the millennium or after the thousand year reign, then we have the last great day when all that have ever lived will have their final judgment. I'll explain more about that some other time, but that's when Jesus stood up and said, If anyone thirsts, let him come unto me, and out of him will flow living waters. That is the end of the age of man, and then God's going to do the new heaven and new earth. It's all really amazing how the holy days, or the annual holy days, have the entire plan of mankind mapped out for us. It's like a blueprint. Each one is a memorial or a remembrance of what has happened in the past with ancient Israel and it points to what has happened in Jesus' time on the earth when he first came and then beyond that it pictures what will be in the future when Christ returns and the kingdom of God is set up. It's very fascinating to me. It's very interesting. I, I don't like to read a whole lot but I sure do like reading the Bible and I I'm interested in that. And if you are too, and you want to know more about God's plan for mankind, I have a reference for you, and I don't get any money for it, and it's not going to cost you a thing. If you go to cbcg.org, it stands for the Christian Biblical Church of God, or 
or you can go to the truthofgod.org. If you go to either of those two sites, you will find a whole bunch of information on the Holy Days and so much more. But there is a special book on this subject alone. If you're interested, you can request the booklet called God's Plan for Mankind. Now, it's a pretty thick book. I'm not sure how many pages. I'm sure it's over 300 or more. It's got CDs if you like listening. I like listening more than I like reading, but it's got CDs go along with it. And it would explain a lot more detail and a whole lot more specific about how God set his blueprint and his appointed times to map out the whole plan for mankind's salvation and why he made those appointed times and why we're here and the whole purpose of his creation and why he's going to make his family from mankind. And so that's what I have for you today. And if you are interested, I hope you do check out cbcg.org or thetruthofgod.org for God's plan for mankind. Like I said, it's totally free. They're not going to charge you for anything and they're not going to bug you. They just got lots of information. Them folks have helped me with a lot of information, a lot of free information, and they just want to get the word out. So if that's something you want to do, I hope you will. And if not, Well, I hope you will come back for the next episode because I got a question I've been pondering and I want to ponder it with you. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you do come back for the next episode. And until then, I'll just say goodbye and God bless. (laughs) 